Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Olivia Allen Price coming to you from Bay Curious Prop Fest, our series on the 12 statewide propositions on the California ballot. KQED's Guy Maserati is back again, this time to help us with Proposition 18, which would allow some 17-year-olds to vote in some elections. On your ballot, it reads a little something like this. Prop 18 amends the California Constitution to permit 17-year-olds to vote in primary and special elections if they will turn 18 by the next general election and be otherwise eligible to vote. We'll get into the ins and outs of this one on today's show. Stick around. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Politics reporter Guy Maserati has been covering Prop 18 for KQED. Hey, Guy. Hey. So walk us through what we're voting on here. So the very basics is that Proposition 18 would allow 17-year-olds to vote in primary and special elections if they turn 18 by the general election. So to clarify, this would not have helped, for example, me, who was 17 during the 2004 general election and was pretty disgruntled that I wasn't able to vote, right? Right. And I was in the same boat, 17 in the 2008 election. This does not change that. If you're 17 when the general election is happening, you still won't be able to vote. This is really aimed at the voters who turn 18 in the window between the primary and the general election, it would let them kind of get a head start in voting and let them vote in the primary. Now, some people may think, you know, it's only the primary. It's not a huge deal. You still get to vote in the general. Why does it even matter that, you know, young people would be voting in primaries? Well, proponents really make two arguments, and the first is a question of fairness. They say it's only fair that voters in the general election also get to have a voice in the primary. Ella Yataki of San Francisco was a freshman in college, but for the past few years, she's been advocating for this change for exactly that reason. 
I was cheated out on this election cycle and thousands of others were cheated out to not be able to vote in the 2020 primary, such an exciting primary, I should add, was really disappointing. And I'm not the only one. Think about all the people you know who are born between like March and November. And then the second argument is really around habit building. So supporters say that voting is a habit. The more you do it, the more you're likely to do it in the future. And that if you let 17-year-olds vote in the primary when they're still in high school, they're getting civics education, that education could be enriched by actually participating in the electoral process. It's building a habit for the future and might make these young Californians habitual voters. Okay, and there are definitely some people who are not excited about the prospect of 17-year-olds voting at all. Uh, let's hear a little bit about what they argue. Right. So when this was put on the ballot by the state legislature, mostly all Democrats supported it. Mostly all Republicans opposed it. And anti-tax groups are also against this measure. They say 17-year-olds, most of them are still in high school and they're captive audiences in classrooms who could be swayed by teachers, especially on school bonds and school taxes. They say basically they might spend a whole day only hearing one side of a campaign. And while there's 18 states in the District of Columbia that allow this change as well, the opponents of Prop 18 say California is different because we directly vote on taxes, school bonds, parcel taxes. And they say that these 17-year-olds are not to be trusted in those votes. Here's Susan Shelley with the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. So if 17-year-olds are seeing this in high school and then they're voting in a primary on school taxes, school bonds, they can be influenced to vote for these taxes without seeing the full argument or having the knowledge of the previous tax increases that may have been passed for the same purpose. Another argument that I read was because our primaries have moved so early, some of these voters will actually be, I mean, closer to 16 than they are to 18 when they would be voting in these primaries. Yeah, and I think there's that's another argument made on the no side, really about brain development that, you know, we've set this legal age at 18 and we shouldn't go any farther below it. I haven't seen a whole lot of evidence to suggest that 17-year-olds are somehow less likely to make these decisions than 18-year-olds. There are 17-year-olds who pay taxes after all, but that's definitely something you're hearing from the No campaign. Now, it's not often that we actually see propositions that benefit teenage Californians. How did this one make it on the ballot in the first place? This was put on the ballot by the state legislature, a two-thirds vote, and it was largely Democrats who backed it. Um, there was only one Democrat who voted against it in the legislature, only two Republicans who ended up supporting it. Okay, so even though the legislature has already passed this as law, because it's basically going to be a, an amendment to the state constitution, they have to get a public approval for it. That's right. And you might be thinking, wait, doesn't the Constitution of the United States kind of set the voting age? And it really only addresses the fact that you can't deny the right to vote to citizens who are 18. It really doesn't speak to allowing younger citizens to cast ballots, which is why you've seen a number of states move in this direction and allow 17-year-olds to participate in the primary, at least if they turn 18 by the general election. Is there any idea on what kind of impact this will actually have on voter turnout? Well, we have some idea, and that's because of a study by the Public Policy Institute of California, which took a look at what they called the so-called Prop 18 voters. 
And there were 200,000 such Californians in this boat in the last couple elections. These voters are potentially a significant block, especially for primary elections where votes can often be very close, decided by a few thousand, a few hundred votes even. But another key finding that the study found was that the participation of these group of voters is really far from being guaranteed. Experts in civic engagement say that passing this measure alone is not going to be enough to boost turnout rates among young voters. I talked with Veronica Tariquez about this. She's a sociology professor at UC Santa Cruz. I think that Proposition 18, if it passes, will be very successful in increasing turnout if it is coupled with civics education at the secondary school level. It creates an opportunity for uh, secondary school educators to really concentrate more time and resources to developing curriculum that excites young people about voting. So even folks who are backing this change say it's not a panacea. It won't solve all the issues around voting rates and participation of young voters. All right. KQD politics reporter Guy Marzarati, thanks for your help. Thank you. A vote yes on Proposition 18 says you think 17-year-olds, who will be 18 on general election day, should be allowed to vote in primaries. A no vote means you think we should keep things the way they are and only allow people who are 18 or older to cast a vote. That's it on Prop 18, the youth voting prop. You can catch up on all of our other PropFest episodes in our podcast feed or online at baycurious.org slash PropFest. Bay Curious is produced by Katrina Schwartz, Rob Spate, and Olivia Allen Price. With help from the entire KQED newsroom. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about property tax transfers. I, for one, cannot wait. See you then. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. 
to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support.